Good day, good day. Hello. My well, name's Well. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a roaring start. Welcome back to another episode of Charging Stallion News We Like. My name is Cam, and it's actually Charging Stallion Presents News We Like to me. Oh shit! This is not a good start. No. <laughs> If I could stop listening. <laughs> Skip this episode. If you're joining us late and it's six months from us recording it, just go to like episode 20. We're probably better by then. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. So uh, my name's Tim as well. And mm. uh, together we are Charging Stallion. How's your week been, Timmy? Mate, week's been good. Um, so yesterday was a really good day. I got heaps of writing done. Yeah. On, uh, on my book that I'm running, got... Real, like a, a real good portion done today mm. not so good okay. so today and that nah, you can tell me whether you think this is my fault or whether I just uh, your got, fault yeah <laughs> or whether <laughs> no, I just no. got unlucky okay is so I go Southern Cross to my girlfriend's place Southern, Southern Cross train station mm-hmm. and I get a Mad Mex burrito right yeah yeah and so I get the Mad Mex burrito and I'm walking down the stairs and I see that like people are giving away heaps of free shit are and, those coffees? Yeah. yeah. And so I went and got one of those dare ice coffees and yeah. had the ice coffee with the burrito <laughs> and it did not sit. Yeah. It did not sit at all. Kate thinks that, oh no, it would be something was wrong with the burrito, but I think that it's probably the mixture of like milk and Mexican food. Yeah. I reckon the combo didn't help. <laughs> I don't think it works. Have you ever had milk with like mixed with like a, cho- a chocolate milk or a coffee or... With Mexican food, no, there's never been a time where it seems logical. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. Like the universe really set me up for this one. I definitely wouldn't get a nice coffee, but it's free shit, and this girl's real nice, and she was like, "Just take one." Yeah, I had I two. Like, like I was at Southern yeah. Cross today, and they were nice, like separately yeah. from how I imagine <laughs> you felt. I enjoyed the iced coffee on its own. I enjoyed. It wasn't the eating of it that I didn't enjoy. Mm. I definitely enjoyed the eating of it. Yeah. I just just did not enjoy how it made me feel afterwards. I didn't go right. I was going to go right today. I went home. Oh, no. I so felt terrible. Were you on your way to your girlfriend's when your stomach went a little bit haywire? No, I, st- I was, I was uh, coming from her house. I, uh, okay. I was going to the Melbourne Library to write. Yeah. And um, just came home and napped all afternoon. Yeah. Like, I, was, I felt absolutely terrible. Do you feel better now? I feel a bit better now, but I smoked a fair bit of weed, so. Yeah. So my, that's... my medicine. <laughs> that's the answer. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we were just talking about before the podcast started how um, we use the, the podcast app Anchor to make this show. It's great. It makes things so easy and like we obviously are just getting started. So this is not a paid advertisement. It's no. just podcasting has always blown our minds and Anchor makes it really yeah. easy to do. And for the, um, the listener at home, Anchor is for what podcasts, what the podcast world is, what Squarespace did to the website world and the way that it made it so much more user-friendly and you don't need to be a sound technician. You don't need to know all these all these things. It's just so so simple. You just have to have quality quality material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about other other um, things that I, that, that I would happily endorse. Like and, product placement. 
what I would like to say is head and shoulders. I've said many times that mm. if head and shoulders ever approached me and said, would you be a spokesperson or just an ad like saying how much you like head and shoulders, they wouldn't have to pay me. I'd take the money if they offered it. Yeah. But if they said, it's, but we can't pay you, I would go, yeah, 100%, no yeah. worries. <laughs> they have like, because I get dandruff, right? Mm. And head and shoulders, not only does it work, but it works from, you can have like head and shoulders, you could have like dandruff for ages, right? You do use head and shoulders shampoo and conditioner once and it will be gone. Wow. It is the it is the best, but supposedly it only works it works way better if you've got dandruff because you have like oily hair. Okay, so it's better so it's not a preventative. Um, no, nah, not really. It's just like you use it if you got but I, I use it all it's the only shampoo I use. Mm. And I use it on my beard as well. Do you get dandruff in your beard? Uh, I did a little bit. It's just from my dry skin and stuff. And I did a little bit. Mm. And so, just head and shoulders, everything. Yeah. It... Not my pubes, though. No? Nah. <laughs> I would hate to think I got dandruff in my pubes. That's gross. Oh, man. Yeah, I can admit to having dandruff on my head, but if like someone was like, have you got dandruff on your pubes? <laughs> Even if I did, I'd say no. <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to be known for. <laughs> Um, news in my life at the moment, I am for the first time in my life, and I guess this will only really make sense to people that live in Melbourne, but I got accepted to live in a house south side, so I'm moving from Brunswick to Toorak. la dee da <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know Melbourne, Toorak is where bloody all the rich people, all the rich people live. Yep. You might get like a the rich, rich people and me. And you, <laughs> you never know. You might. Oh, you could. You're single at the moment, aren't you, Cam? Yeah. You could have some run-ins with some some rich rich mums. Like just recently, run-ins <laughs> freaks me out. <laughs> Can we not say it? even rendezvous? Like something with a little bit of like no the I way don't know, you, romance. The way, the way you say it makes it sound creepy. A run-in. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Could be the new man. In a recently divorced 50-year-old's life. That sounds complex. <laughs> nah, you'd be just straight up toy boy. Yeah, nah, I, I don't like the idea of that. I know that you deep down like like the idea of like a powerful, like overpowering woman sort of bossing you in an aggressive way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's something within me that just would be like, get out of my life. Like, I don't... Don't hold me down. Oh, no. I'm talking like only sexually. Okay. Yeah. No, don't like outside of that. Don't tell me what to do. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just bossed around in the bedroom. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. Get that beardy, that dandruffy <laughs> beard away from me. Sorry, miss. <laughs> no, not like that. Like it would be like, get that dandruffy beard down into me. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then outside of the bedroom, you'd be like, no. Well, like, do you mean that, like, having, because if we were having sex, like, in the kitchen, that still Yeah, like, public. Yeah, (laughs) still counts, just because it's not in the bedroom, could be in the kitchen, could be anywhere. Okay. (laughs) That's what I like. But it's just about whether or not it's a sexual situation. Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't like being told what to do by anyone. Yeah, (laughs) that is true. Should we jump into it? My first news story today, Timmy, is about a guy who hasn't let the corporate world tell him what to do. He's a board games maker. I'm going to read you the headline. Worldwide fans contribute half a million dollars to kickstart Kiwi's board game called Architects of the West Kingdom. A board game devised on a dining room table in Lower Hut is going into production after raising half a million dollars from online fans. 
It was created by Sam McDonald and Shem Phillips. They actually created a bit more than half a million dollars in less than a month through Kickstarter. And 5,000 people all put money in to help this guy make the board game of his dreams. That's a photo of him there. Oh, so this is the Sam. The board game looks badass. These guys are cool. Yeah. These guys are super cool. They're just doing the damn thing. They're just doing what they want, what they want and getting half a million dollars. So that guy there, his name's Shem. And Kim I actually... pointed to this, uh, this I'd say, mid-30s, uh, like a ginger man with a, with a nice, thick, beautiful beard. Yeah. A beautiful beard. And Shem is somebody that... Is my mate. I haven't spoken to him much recently, but we played in a lot of bands kind of growing up. Oh, well, growing up. I was over 18, but I was uh, Oh, is he still in the cult? <laughs> <laughs> if by cult you mean Christianity, then I'm not sure. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the story, I tried to make the story sound cooler. We grew up playing in Christian bands. <laughs> what, were your, what were your bands called? Uh, mine was called Fortress. <laughs> And Shem's was called Time Only Passes. Oh, my God. Cheer up. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, they were metalcore bands. They were Christian metalcore bands. So, yeah, um, Shem's somebody I know, and we are going to chat to Shem right now, have a chat to him about how it feels to have half a million dollars in his account. It's, um, I think that's a feeling that I personally will never feel myself so i'm interested in understanding what that's like hey shem sheminator <laughs> sorry for saying you're in a christian metalcore band but so was i hello shem Hey, man. Uh, welcome to my podcast that I let my assistant Tim <laughs> take part in. That, uh, is, that is not true, Shem. Uh, I do pretty much everything. <laughs> That's not true either. Um, I'm Tim, mate, though. It's nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Cheers. Hey, thanks for coming on the show, Shem. Um, I was just scrolling through stuff.co.nz and I saw your lovely face smiling over top of a board game. And the thing in the headline that caught my eye first because uh, I've known that you've been making board games for a while, was half a million dollars. Half a million dollars raised. How does that feel? Yeah, it feels pretty good. Yeah. Um, pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shem, um, I think your story is absolutely awesome. So I don't know if you're familiar with the show, but we, we, we pick news articles that we like. Charging Stallion presents news we like. And I, I'm so happy Cam brought in your one. It's just a, it's just a story about a couple of guys... You know, doing the damn thing, working it out and making dreams happen. What, what's there not to love about that? Exactly. Yeah. How did it all start, mate? Uh, I've been making games for like about 11 or 12 years now. Um, but this particular game started with Sam, who's the other designer, approaching me with his kind of concept for idea. He was very, like, timid. Like, I don't want to step on your toes, but I've made a game. Mm. Um uh, and then I played it and thought, this is pretty cool. This is a pretty cool game. Um, so after some, like, chatting and stuff, um, I eventually decided that I'd take it on as a project, and we continued to, like, develop together. took about, I don't know, nine months to a year or so um, to get it to the point to put it on Kickstarter, basically. Yeah, nice, man. 
Uh, one part in the Stuff article, and I don't know how accurate it is, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this part says morality has a big part to do with this game. So whether or not you're a good person and you make uh, moral decisions throughout the game can affect uh, the outcome of the game. I'd be terrible. <laughs> I wanted to check with you, Shem, because I, I know oh, that you said that you had watched some uh, videos that me and Tim both appear in. From just seeing Tim in those videos and knowing me, who do you think morally is better out of me and Tim? I can't. It's too hard. It's too close. <laughs> because we're both in a grey area? So good. Oh, yeah. oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd be. Able, I would have to say it would be you, Cam, because I'm especially in games. My my uh, Shem, my girlfriend. She's she's a big gamer, and uh, and uh, her brother um, goes to board game uh, conventions all the time. And um, myself, I, one thing I've gone to work on in myself in the last sort of year is. To not be such an asshole when playing board games. I just something, <laughs> no other game, like no sport, no Xbox, no nothing. But as soon as board games come out, I am a horrible human being. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I think Cam would win on the mor- morality side. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do when you realized how much funding you'd got for this game? Did you do anything to celebrate? Uh, I don't think we did. Eh? I do remember that the night that it kind of finished, I'm pretty sure we had like a very, very average meal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if you're used to having poor, like horrible meals, then like, that's a step up. That's a way to celebrate. Yeah, I think it might have been spaghetti. I can't remember. <laughs> did, 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 some, did someone else that's not in the pair of you cook? cook this meal and then hopefully they don't hear on the podcast that, that they made a terrible dinner. Well, it was my wife, so... <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> well, thanks I, just, for I your... think we were, we were eating it and I just had to laugh. Like, this is hilarious. We're having, like, this. So, it's great. <laughs> I'm so glad that I asked about that. <laughs> um, do you feel like you changed morally when you realized you had half a million dollars in funding? And the second part of that question is, could I borrow a hundred grand? <laughs> no. <laughs> is that no to both? Sure. <laughs> All right, man. Well, if people are interested in playing this game, where can they check it out? Uh, so the game won't be out till about October, November. Mm-hmm. Um, but... My website is garful.com. Um, also, you can actually play it currently online on Tabletopia, okay. which is like a kind of like a sandboxy type um, 3D, what are you going to call it, like a t- uh, simulator type thing yep. online. So you can just play it for free already. And so they'll um, go to like tabletopia.com and type in Architects of the West Kingdom? It'll do it, yep. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for coming on to the show, Shem, um, and uh, hopefully everything keeps going well for you. It's an awesome story to see a couple of guys doing doing good, doing the thing, and um, all the best to you, mate. Cool. Thank you. Thanks so much, Shem. We'll talk to you soon. Sweet. Cheers. See ya. See ya. Hang that up. Shem, well, what a dude. 
I think is that our first guest on this podcast, Timmy? I think that is our first guest. I'm I'm happy that I'm happy that it was uh that it was Shem as well. What a yeah. good story, man. Like, yeah, I, cool, eh? It is a really cool story. And I yeah. think that I think it's like that 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 almost is is along of the the feel good story yeah. way way of, of, of coming out there. I mean, I love that. Mm. Love that one. Um all right. I'm gonna take things in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> That big spiel about how you loved it. I love it. Um, okay, so uh, this is, I realized that I didn't have much sort of raunchy stuff in last week's episode. It was very so tame. It was very tame. So I'm, I'm, I'm not stepping it up, but I'm bringing in, I'm bringing in a couple of, couple of things, right? Mm. So first, first one I want to talk about, the headline is, company launches online world where people can have virtual sex with 3D versions of their favorite porn stars. Now, the these are some of the photos of what the what it actually looks like. Okay, so it looks like a mixture of like um, an old TV show called Reboot. That's probably a really dated reference. It looks like a PlayStation game is probably the best way to describe these characters, and they look yeah. kind of angry in the face. They don't they're not <laughs> smiling. But the reason I want to bring up the story isn't so much to talk about the article itself. Okay, but to talk about what articles like this represent. Okay, and that's what that's what I wanted to talk about when I brought up this. The article itself is is it is pretty much what it is. Mm. Um, it, it's just a it's just an online version where people can go root their favorite porn stars. Mm. And okay, with a virtual reality headset on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay. what this is? Where are we going? Where's the world going? Where do you think this is gonna this is gonna end? Are you one of those people that think? Uh, you know that'll always just be like a little a little side and just like the actual normal romance and normal sexual behavior between two people is going to still be more popular or do you think this things like this in the future once they get so real are they just going to take over are people just going to be like fuck it why, why would i even bother going out and and if they really don't want if they all they want is sex and they don't want to go out and actually interact with people. Yeah. How many of those people are out there? There's heaps of them. Just going to a cartoon brothel. Yeah, but CGI. obviously it could, it it could get to a point where it looks real. Mm. And I think that's that that probably isn't what you you reckon like a decade or two away. Yeah, I reckon maybe even sooner. Really? Yeah, because I reckon all that's going to happen is because people are already used to connecting using the internet with other people on social media. And all it is is the upgrade of social media. So you'll make your character look like you or nothing like you. Then you'll just go to different places, talk to people. There'll be like tame places to go. Like you can go bowling or whatever with your mate. Or you can go to one of these places and, yeah, make love. Just like go to the brothel. I think that it's it's a thing where I think in the future we're going to have... I think we already have it now, man, where Mm. people just don't leave their house. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they, and they, their whole life is just the virtual, the virtual world. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's quite cool. Like I really, I like the matrix. I like the, I haven't watched ready player one yet, but I like the look of that. And I just think, yeah, awesome. If somebody can only afford a virtual reality headset and can't afford a trip to like the Bahamas, mm-hmm. buy the headset, go to the Bahamas kind of from in your lounge. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Like that part of it, is nice. I was just more focused on the perverted yeah. part of it because I think I think that's a. Do you feel concerned by it? Mm, I wouldn't say concerned. I just kind of feel that 
it's 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 the world's fucking strange, man. And mm. it freak it freaks me out more than anything. Yeah. It does it does I it definitely kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's sort of the direction where, where everything's heading, you know? Yeah, but I, I kind of think that it doesn't change much. Like the the kind of people that are gonna go out and do that are already doing that just with their laptop or they're already doing that by actually going to a brothel it's just making it a little bit more convenient yeah but now i think about them doing it like and i've had that thought in my head and it makes me feel weird i'd rather just this is why i don't go on the internet <laughs> this is why I, I would rather this is why it was a terrible idea to, to, to have this show <laughs> it's ruining my life <laughs> it's freaking you out isn't yeah because i'm finding out this weird shit that's going on out in the world because i'm looking up news articles all the time and i'm going shit man it's making me, I smoke a lot of weed. Yeah. <laughs> These thoughts and marijuana don't go well together. <laughs> as I, think as it, I smoke a joint, <laughs> I just lit up a joint. <laughs> oh, man, I reckon you should embrace it. I reckon if you just, like, we just found out in that last interview that you admit that you're the most morally corrupt of the two of us. I think you'll be one of the first... I think the only thing that's going to stop you from being one of the first adopters is your severe lack of understanding for technology. <laughs> like you will, the only thing holding me back. You'll be, you'll be like in JB Hi-Fi buying the headset. You'll be back here at home trying to get Kate to help you connect it up to the internet. But then you still just somehow won't know how to get yourself to the virtual world where you <laughs> and like and I'm and like the whole time I'm like no I'm I'm using it for to go on a virtual trip to I'm Scotland. reading the news, <laughs> <laughs> but really it's just to go into these fucking brothels. <laughs> oh well, yeah. <laughs> if that's if that's what my life turns out to be. Oh, could be worse. Yeah, man, it could be way worse. Get amongst it, I reckon. Um. Timmy, considering... Uh, no, you may have seen this on the internet. Okay. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg has been grilled by Congress pretty much for the whole last week and a half. Yeah. Yes. Um, just to give a few bullet points, I'm sure everybody's seen little clips and memes of Mark Zuckerberg sitting there and a bunch of old people questioning him. The issue was about privacy. Basically, Facebook has a lot of people's data. Some companies got people's data and some people are annoyed that their privacy was breached. That's like the simplest version but what I realized happened culturally and in conversation is just the image of Zuckerberg sitting in a courtroom made anyone who has any little gripe about Facebook assume that it's because of that. Like, everyone's yeah. like, oh, finally he's in there. Like, all these ads popping up. I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not actually, okay, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh, finally Zuckerberg might go to prison after he put me in Facebook prison. Well, he's not going to prison. He's actually, like, testifying in a court case that only kind of involves him like he's doing the right thing and stepping forward and i realized i was kind of having his back i was kind of like standing up for him in these conversations and then i thought about it i was like okay there's two reasons why i've been backing him up one because i work in social media and so i'm used to all these concepts i'm used to targeting people based on what they do on social media what's good for social media is good for you yeah exactly yep and then um the other thing is i probably and they're very intertwined I love being targeted by ads. If I've gone onto an online shopping store and I've looked at a few pairs of shoes that I kind of like, but I'm on the fence about, a couple of hats, some jeans, and then those same items appear in my Facebook feed, I'm like, yeah, cool. Now I can like keep making my decision. I kind of go, oh, I definitely don't want those ones after seeing them a few times. I'm all about being targeted by advertising. 
I do like it sometimes. Like when I found Red Bubble and found I was able to make my own design all my own, my own t-shirts, and yeah. then there was like ones on there that I could get like heaps of uh, Matthew McConaughey t-shirts made, and I was like, sweet, <laughs> thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Thank you, Facebook, for making my life so much better. Yeah, it, I do feel more fulfilled now because yeah. of it, knowing that it's knowing that it's there, and that I'm actually wearing one right now. Yeah, McConaughey with the rainbow coming out of his head. Well, it's the uh, scene from Interstellar. Yeah, when he's behind the bookshelf. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Um, I was just going to ask though, Timmy, because mm-hmm. it it doesn't scare me in the slightest being targeted. But is there anything like what do you fear about? the current state of technology? Ooh, what do I fear about? Look, you know, I, I, this, this is actually one thing that I don't think about and, 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 and that freaks me out that much. I mean, I, I could definitely, could, I know where you're coming, what angle you're coming from in this, in this question because I've definitely known as someone that does things in a very old school, old school way, whether it be like, you know, I was still going into the bank sort of like two and a half years ago. You still book your travel face to face with a travel agent. That's not completely true. So I don't really do that anymore. Um, I just use um, Flight Center Online. <laughs> But, you know, the biggest thing that I found from this Zuckerberg story, right? So I followed it a little bit. Mm. And um, I, I saw him when he was, when he was um, getting asked all the questions by those old senators yeah. and all those people. Look, I, I'm like, I, it, the, what frustrated me was if you're going to get a, a group of people to ask Mark Zuckerberg questions, of, uh, you know, in this huge... Um, a worldwide huge, arena, huge, huge arena. Yeah, get fucking people that understand it. Like, why? Why couldn't? Why, if you're one of the senators, why couldn't you have a spokesperson on on media or social media to stand in for you that fucking understands? It? Like these, like those old dudes. Like that. Some of the questions they were asking made no sense. Yeah, made no sense. Yeah. It's like he didn't. Like they didn't understand what the internet was. Mm. And 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 you have those people grilling the guy. I think it's a great thing that um, that he gets asked all these questions and make sure that everything's mm. done the right way and make sure that you know, like kids and stuff are going to be safe and all that kind of thing. I, I'm a, I'm a, I back that one hundred percent. But fucking don't put old people up there that have no fucking idea what they're talking about exactly. to try and get the right information out and try and work out a plan. They'd obviously had conversations with people that did understand social media because sometimes they asked questions that were really great questions, yeah. but they got the wording a little bit wrong yeah. and you could understand kind of what they were asking. Um, so, uh, for example, one of the old ladies asked Mark Zuckerberg, how many data categories do you keep on people? Which the normal wording is how many data points. Yeah, right. And you can tell Zuckerberg knew what she was asking too. Yeah. But he knew that if he played it dumb and looked a little confused, yeah. then people would laugh at her and he comes off a little like squeaky clean. And yeah, I absolutely agree with you, man. They needed to have a young person just stand in and just ask those questions and understand what Zuckerberg was saying back to them. Because yeah. that was where it fell down too. They could they could study for weeks, get the question right, and then he would answer and they'd be like, mm, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've got a, um, a, a news article. The news article reads, 
feeling hot, hot, hot. Is Man. this an ad or a news article? <laughs> it's a news article. They just tried to be a bit witty with the with 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 the title. So it's feeling hot, hot, hot. Man hospitalized after eating world's hottest chili pepper in an eating contest. When are people going to fucking stop doing this, man? When are people going to stop eating really fucking hot shit and expect to get not to fuck them up? Yeah. But I, look, I get like having a spicy meal. I get having having something with the with the hint of spice to it. Don't eat the hottest thing on the planet. Mm. Find some middle ground. Yeah. <laughs> you know, find some fucking middle ground. Go out and get a hot curry from down the road. Yeah. I think there's something primal in people and dudes especially where you get a bit of respect if there's only like four people around and you win that chili eating competition then you're cool and if there's a whole crowd i mean like i'm defending the concept because i would totally do it you are you would would, you would do a chili yeah and i'm awful with hot food like i'm so bad with hot food like i use every serviette on the table if i eat like the mildest curry like out of every every orifice there's liquid just pouring out of my face but if you turn that into a competition, I'll be like, yep, give me something 30 times hotter than that. So, yeah, I'm going to turn that, um, that fun story into a lesson about the primal <laughs> behaviours of mankind. Sorry, you just had to let the cat out. No, that's all right. Don't worry about what I was saying to me. It's fine. <laughs> I'm talking to my listener. But, uh, yeah, when I, well, because I've done not eating contests but i've done i've like eating related challenges challenges yeah. remember when i so one time i tried to break the most amount of dumplings eaten in one minute mm. in uh, that was in the guinness book of records and mm. evened it yeah yeah it was impressive <laughs> and it was cool yeah <laughs> and you know what let's take it all back let's get some fucking hot chilies next episode <laughs> let's do some fucking crazy shit <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered how good it was. All right, Timmy, I certainly was not prepared for us to finish there. My next story is nowhere near ready. Um, (laughs) All right, here's the headline. Uh. A humble RSL Lou has been crowned the best toilet in Australia. It would appear that not all toilets are made equal, and you shouldn't discount the the possibility of a five-star toilet being hidden in the most unexpected of places. <laughs> Often taken for granted as dingy, dingy institutions, RSLs get ignored. I'm just going to paraphrase now. Uh, some RSL has the best toilet in Australia, and there's a competition where these people travel around Australia and figure it out, and they just take photos of the insides of these toilets. Yeah, no way. Yeah. Uh, I was just wondering... And is that the RSL toilet, that one there? Yeah, that's the best in Australia. Have you ever seen anything better than that in your whole life here? Um, shit, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, wasn't, I wish I could delete parts of this. <laughs> that wasn't a pun on purpose. Um, I don't know, man. It's a pretty nice looking toilet. So it's got it's got its own basin, mirrors, it's got like a feature wall on the... Um, like behind the actual loo itself, it's super it's just tidy. A, it's just a metal wall, like it's a. Like That's it's, a feature wall. What? What, is, what does that it's have like, to be? It's like shiny tiles. Or does that count? Like it's just a different. I guess that is that what a feature wall is. Yeah, it's different it's, color to it's the just other wall. Different color to the other walls. See, I look it. at that. I'm like, oh, I go into toilets like that all the time. 
like not right. not at RSLs, but like when oh. you when you go to for a drink in the city at like somewhere near Flinders, they always have like kind of fancy ones because they know it's mostly tourists and they want tourists to be like, whoa, the toilets in this country are great. I'm moving here. <laughs> but yeah, weird concept. Would you do that as a job? Would you check out all the toilets in Australia taking photos of them? Um, it would depend on how much I got paid. 75k. Uh, that's including, uh, what's that thing when you get old? Uh, pension? No, nah, the other one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 74k, including super, since you're being so painful about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'd do it. I'd do it. How many toilets do I have to get a week? Um, you have to do 10 toilets a week. We're going to drop it to 70k, since you're keen. Yeah. Um, you've been great, this interview. So we'll send you through the contract, 65k. Uh, <laughs> And that's included. Keep dropping that's including down 5K the in every sentence. You can use the toilets whenever you want while you're traveling. Uh, your your accommodation is covered by you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're a, you can duck down to any of the toilets that we send you to from your accommodation. Just uh, we'll send you through a map, and you can just figure out some uh, Airbnbs or anything at your own Are cost. Are you going to really. be my boss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I just gave myself like I'm a seven k bonus. I'm out. <laughs> Not working for you. You don't want to be the toilet tour. No way. The tourman. No, no way. Because you talk to me like that. <laughs> My dignity is worth more. It's important to me. It's about finding the best toilet in Australia. Oh, well, we found it. It's in this fucking house. That's last year's one, man. <laughs> We're planning for next quarter. There's next new, financial quarter. There's new toilets popping up all the time. <laughs> you just can't keep up in this world. Yeah. It's hard, man. So I've got this story right. Um, this story fucking made me laugh. So uh, the headline is, I will kill them. Desperate parents beg church for help after children possessed by spirits start fitting at school. And so this is like what one of the kids happened. So one of the young girls while dressed in their school uniform shouted out, I will kill them while in an apparent trance. And then, and then, um, uh, video footage shows the youngest, the youngsters being carried through the school grounds, some seemingly unconscious while others fighting back at being restrained. And so this is in, um, Palomino, Colombia. Palomino? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought so. (laughs) Dude, it's crazy. And here's the here's the thing, like parents, the parents want people like um, begging the church to come in and do some fucking exorcist shit. What, like, and I guess you got to take in. Um, so it's like children of the corn. This whole group of kids, yeah. they all seem to have come under the influence of an evil spirit. They're yeah. yelling things like that, and they're carrying each other around. Is that the? Am I getting the gist right? Yeah, that's pretty At much school. it, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh. So one of the um, mothers of the girls who was affected said, suddenly she felt something making a sound inside her body. She sat down and told her classmate, I feel sick. Mm. And then they all fucking started going mental. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is... And just... she was shouting and swearing and saying, I will kill them. I will kill them. This is absolutely my favorite way of digesting the world of news. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just like I just had a moment where I was like, yeah, I'm so glad that this is how I hear 
the news of the world because yeah. it's not often you get to hear a lot of the sentences that you just said. <laughs> Dude, this is crazy. Mm. And I, you know, I don't know how big a news story this is. I don't really, when we're searching for this show, to be honest, I don't really look at any of the big major news articles or the big major, you know, news companies. Yeah. I just go straight to where I know I'm going to find the freak shows. <laughs> you type in keywords like demon, virtual reality. <laughs> just in hope. <laughs> yeah. And then click news at the top of Google. Um, uh, but yeah, man, it was like supposedly this, this one. On. What are your thoughts on it? It's so intriguing. Um, I love it. Like I'm a massive horror movie fan and that just sounds like a real low budget horror movie that I would still watch from beginning to end. Like I'd be on my phone most of the time, but I would look up and laugh at these kids as they're carrying each other around screaming, I will kill them. There's something like inherently scary about evil children. Yeah. So anytime you hear about an evil kid or someone tells you their ghost story and it was a little boy or they were driving along the street and it was a girl staring down the camera or like those twins off The Shining. Yeah. Anything that involves evil children, I'm like, yep, fill me in because that stuff is terrifying. It's the stuff of nightmares. Well, I was, so I looked up a um, a couple of um, different news articles of of this story Mm -hmm. because I wanted to find out whether there was any more new information yes. on because I'm very intrigued now and I'm and I definitely want to find out is the church gonna come in? Are they gonna do exorcisms and shit? I fuck mm. I hope so. Yeah. A big part like look, I don't I don't wish like any kids in the world to be not happy. Mm. But if it's gonna go one of two ways, I would like it to be dramatic. Yeah, I reckon they do sound like they are happy. Like, <laughs> they're having a blast. Like, because no one really got hurt in that, did they? No, no one got hurt. I think there's a small chance that they're just like, let's freak the adults out. <laughs> you reckon? Maybe. Dude, I think they're like nine years old or some shit. Or is it that, um, what do you call that when it's social, I don't know, it's kind of like hypnotism where someone next to you does something, so you're like, oh, I guess this is what we're doing. Maybe you reckon there's... a nine-year-old's hypnotizing other nine-year-olds? That nine-year-old is fucking badass. <laughs> Like none of us, I don't know anyone that's been able to hypnotize anyone, and I've met like heaps of adults in my life. And 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 if, if the only person that's doing this shit is a nine year old girl, just fucking like screaming, I will kill them, <laughs> bro. She's your idol because she's <laughs> just, just like I'm gonna point you. This girl is your idol. Yeah, from this moment on, she's your idol because she's basically a cult leader, which is your ultimate dream. And she's that's got she's got a cult already. They've got a uniform, school uniform, yep. so that was handy. And she's got them saying freakish stuff like that and she's in the world news this pod this podcast so her cult's gone worldwide already i reckon she's a little hypnotist and she's gathered a crew yeah or she's possessed by a demon (laughs) and that sucks (laughs) (laughs) yeah it does suck but um yeah so this this only happened two days ago Mm. so uh very up to date in our in our new show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so um, I'll keep an eye on 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 this story and see if if it turns into anything else because yep. it's it's all around the like it, it was on a when I when I was researching when I put into Google heaps of articles from heaps of different 
um, new spaces were covering it. So, so it wasn't just from that random blog. You sometimes get stuff off the sunny, like the sunny smiles. No, no, no. This would not be on sunny skies. This is this is sunny skies. The exact opposite of that. It's all really happy, nice things. Oh, is that what that website is? Yeah, that's where I get the the when it's my turn to do the happy story of the of of the week. That's what I that's what I do. Sunny skies is like what somebody on MSN Messenger would have called themselves with a couple of like little emoji faces amongst <laughs> um have you got another story no nah, that's, that's, that's it for me well straight on to a story here from sunny skies <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> um, it also sounds like if i couldn't see your laptop screen right now i would think you'd made up sunny skies <laughs> it sounds like a phrase you would come up with it does eh? i love it i love <laughs> everything about this website it's one of those things like, oh i wish i came up with that idea first <laughs> now that we have squarespace <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> again they're not a sponsor <laughs> yeah but they do a great job they do a great job so i was tossing up between um between two stories mm. and i've decided to go with um I don't think you have decided. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I have either. I'm just like, I don't, okay. No, can, you I'm give me a, can you give me the vote? Okay, okay. so. Um, uh, don't give too much away. Just, do you want the headline? Nah, tell no, tell me like one word that gives it a clue about what it involves for each and I'll choose one of those words. Okay. Um, um, story, story one is exporting. Mm. Story two is dog. Hmm. Doesn't give much away. <laughs> Just what you asked for. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that it's not like you're just going to be telling me about exporting fruit or something. So that that will be good. Dog. It's going to be a warm story about because it's the end story of the show. Yeah. Okay, give me the happy dog. All right. Is this the one you wanted? Yeah, man. This is the this is the one I think. So. You did you did kind of say dog like or dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm glad. Okay. I'm glad I read it. Okay, police identify missing dog by seeing if he will sing along to his favorite song. <laughs> so this dog's gone missing. <laughs> it's, it's so this is in Jerusalem, and yeah. um, so. Um, all over the world, we're going with these yeah, new man. stories today. So this is in Jerusalem. And um, so this person has put out saying, you know, my dog's missing. Mm. You will be able to identify um, by putting the this song on mm-hmm. to the to playing it to the missing dogs that you have. And my dog will start singing along with it. So I've got the video. <laughs> wow. Of the, and I'll um, just let me turn up my sound so we can, we can play it for everyone as well. Um, so this is it. So it just goes on like that for ages. Love, but, love the dog, hate the song. So the song is off a, um, so it's the theme song of a, a really popular um, television show in the in the Middle East. Right, it sounds yeah. like Maroon 5. Kind of, hey. <laughs> but yeah, so they, um, 
so they played uh, the dog song. So it's um, so the the Shemith is Shemith Shemesh is the show. Um, then that that song's that, from that song's yeah, from, yeah yeah so it's a it's a TV show yeah um uh, in that's that's really popular in the Middle East so that's awesome so yeah. that, so a bunch of strangers found the dog by playing that song Adam? um so he was so he was so what happened was um uh he got like picked up as a as a stray dog and then mm. um they played that song and realized that it was him and then they were able to get um get him back to uh his uh his owner and that's and it's him a and photo of them cuddling. Yeah. 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 It's a very happy ending. Yeah, it's nice. And I just think fucking dogs are funny when they sing along with songs too. Yeah. Especially <laughs> the intro song to Shamif. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, well nice speaking with you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that brings us to uh, the end of another podcast. Again, thank you for listening along. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, especially if you came back to this and listened to the second half. Because I know when I listen to podcasts, I'm like, oh, all right, I'm at work now. I'll never listen to the last half of that. But if you somehow had a big, big busy day and then you got on the train or tram or whatever to go back home from work and remembered to listen to this last bit, thank you. But, you know, the other thing too is with this, I actually enjoyed this podcast because mm. I thought, you know, there's been other times where it's been a little bit more outlandish. But today I think we actually covered news articles from so many more different places around the world and relevant things going on. Um. <laughs> you know, the impo- it was, this, this episode was very important. I so, think. so it's <laughs> Don't like... Don't think about it too much. <laughs> Don't think about it at all. A demon cult... <laughs> So you're thinking a about singing it. dog yeah, and it, virtual reality brothels. If you say are, it like that, are not outlandish. <laughs> yeah, if you say it like that, you just ruined that whole bit that I just did. It wasn't a bit; <laughs> it was a lie. <laughs> All right, thank you very much uh, for listening to the uh, Charging Stallion Presents. podcast. Named Charging Stallion Presents News We Like. Um, uh, we uh, oh, and a little bit of uh, some news uh, from from the from the band. Uh, just keeping you up to date on what Charging Stone and the band is doing. Um, so we're currently um, not sort of doing shows. Sort of in the next sort of month, hopefully we'll do a show in about a month's time. And we're currently um, writing uh, our, our very first album. Mm. So we're about uh, four songs, four songs through. We're going to do a ten song album and. Um, and so, yeah, that's uh, that's if you're wondering why we're we're not playing heaps of shows, um, it's because we're focusing a lot on uh, on just making some more some some new music to chuck out there for you. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening. It's a very abrupt ending. Siggy <laughs> writes a real aggressive song. Dude. It is. <laughs> That's hurting my ears, so I bet that our listeners are definitely switched off by now. If you're still listening, thank you. We love you. See ya.